Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Asante San, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have our travel agent straight from the Lone Star State, Mr. Lee Lastovica. How you doing, Lee? Hello, Moikins. Uh, I think I have a package here. Is it for uh, Tony Stank? <laughs> Tony Did Stank? Did I get that right? Did I get that right? Yeah, Stank, Stank is good. That sticks. That's going <laughs> to stick. Right. Yeah. And back here in the Crescent City, we got our com- resident comic genius, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, Eli? All good. What's going on out there, boy? We can land. What's happening? Yep, we're getting we're, we're getting ready to gear up and talk, guys. It's Cinco de Mayo, the day that we're ro- recording this show. Uh, it's Sinkhole de Mayo, what they had downtown with our sinkhole or tunnel issues, and it's uh, Cinco de Capo. <laughs> that we got we got a certain little movie that uh, started out today, man. So I don't want to uh, belabor this introduction anymore because we just we just came from the movie theater and we're ready to talk about it, guys. So we got a great show for you lined up. So enough of my jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Ladies and gentlemen and Moeekins, this is a Marvel moment in which we feature um, one of our guys, Mr. Eli. This is his segment specifically for him, but we're all going to kind of chip into this, man, because the summer blockbuster movie season has begun, and leading off the charge for summer blockbusters is Captain America Civil War. Came out, well, actually, technically, we're recording this on a Thursday. It comes out tomorrow when we record this on Friday. Uh, May 6th. So we just came back from seeing this movie and, uh, you know, we've successfully avoided not having to talk about it. Yes. Up until this recording. So now's our chance to just let it out. You know, by the way, I like how they do that now. It used to be like you had to go to the theater on a Thursday at like midnight Mm -hmm. if you want to see it. I don't know where the edict came down to, you know what, let's go ahead and let people see it at seven. Yeah. But I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it. It works yeah. for me, especially yeah. for those that got to work the next day. So that's exactly. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like uh, Black Friday. Now it's uh, Black Thursday. 
Black so Thursday. I don't think that movie tickets will have price though. No, no, no. No values. Like no, no values no, there. No block, no uh no early doorbuster savings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was packed on that movie theater, that's for yes. sure. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and and uh so we got to see it uh the three of us here back here in New Orleans saw it in IMAX three D. Lee, what did you get to see it in? I just saw it in regular. I don't I don't really care for three D yeah. at all. Plus I'm a cheapskate, so uh <laughs> but I did take my son with me too, so I had to pay for his ticket and you know, it was twenty four bucks after taxes and everything. So I was uh yeah, I was happy just to to pay that and not have to pay for the 3D IMAX, what have you. Did you guys see it in 3D or 3D IMAX? 3D IMAX. All the no. way, baby. We went wow. all the way. Text yeah. right off. There you go. One there of our go. tickets was $17. Dang. That's right. Well, yeah. y'all, got it. y'all got it like that. That's cool. By the way, Lee, I do uh, agree with you, though. I mean, preference isn't 3D. Like, I don't know. Really, there were times I'd watch the movie where just for whatever reason it would get blurry and I'd have to squint a little yeah. bit or something. I mean, mm. it would go in and out of focus, it kind of seemed like. So I'm not the biggest fan in the world of 3D, but like for Captain America Civil War, Batman versus Superman, you know, some of those big blockbuster action movies, you kind of want things popping out at you a little bit. So I don't mind it for that. But we were all on the far left. Yeah, that could have had something to do with I, it as I, well. Yeah, I wonder if it's something like if you're sitting like right in the center... It might have been a different it, experience. Yeah, yeah. I'd be been. curious to see it in in, in uh, standard definition, and I probably wouldn't lose anything. Mm-hmm. From but it, you know? but I tell you this, I mean, I was at like the tippy top row. Yeah, and it was like that movie was so big that it was like it was still like clear as day. That's one good plus. Mm-hmm. You can about to sit anywhere, and it's like Scarlett Johansson still right there <laughs> in your face, still amazing. Yes. Oh my goodness, still amazing. So, guys, before we continue on and delve into this, we probably should give a spoiler warning. Uh, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, man, just save the show, you know, stop the show right here and save it until it's such a time that you have watched the movie and then you can come back and listen to the rest of the show. So now's your chance. Stop the show, pause it, keep it on your iPad, keep it saved on your computer and we're, and hopefully you're gone because we're about to talk about Captain America Civil War. <laughs> I like how slow you said that. Yeah, was I was trying dramatic. to be very dramatic, you know, but you know, it, it's okay. So, guys, let's get some opening statements on this movie. What did you think overall? I, I, will, I will say this because, you know, I'm keep it keep it brief. And I know we'll get into a good discussion, yeah. I'm sure. But you know how before I had, like, that rating system, like the Coke rating system? Yeah, yeah. Coke Classic, New Coke. Yeah. yeah. That was, like, original getting diabetes Coke. <laughs> oh, full-on sugar, <laughs> no high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, like, that was so... Much original Coke that was like OG Nino Brown New Jack City <laughs> Coke Scarface Pile of Coke on the deck. Oh yeah, yeah, like you know you you pouring Coke on the New Galaxy. That's how sweet that was. Yeah, <laughs> Lee, I'll give it a classic Coke, not the glass bottle Coke, but still like the step below that. I was hoping you. I was hoping you do a taco rating or something. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give it a. <laughs> it's a Cinco de Mayo, and you not know. to stereotype yeah, or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. You know, I'm in Texas, so. Uh, and you married. You married. Yeah. You know. You know. Tex Mex kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good. So, Check- uh, so definitely not Taco Bell. Definitely way above Taco Bell. Uh, better than Chipotle. Uh, <laughs> better than Chipotle. Not, not quite. Like is Chipotle Taco- still above Taco Bell? Yeah. I thought it kind of yeah, yeah. plummeted. No, I, I had some Chipotle last week. It's still, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, just for the, I, I, I would I say, I would nothing. say Mexico is the highest rating. Yeah. No, Taqueria. 
Taqueria Tacos, like that's the the top legit taco place. So not quite Taqueria style, but still pretty good. Well, okay, okay. Well, there you go. So not you got Lee's rating, Danny. Well, I think it's great that thus far in our Captain America Civil War review, we're getting taco and coke reviews <laughs> to go along with our movie. Um, well, you know, you got to get your snacks before the movie starts. Yeah, I didn't so. get popcorn or soda, so you I know, got a frozen uh, coke, so that yeah. was very delicious. I think it goes to show that um, this is the difference between Marvel and DC is that you can watch a movie like Batman versus Superman, which kind of has a very similar plot to Captain America Civil War. And I think both movies, the story falls apart. I don't think that the, the story is very well thought out. I think it, it fails. But where Marvel movies are just so much better than DC is that the personification of the characters, the action, the feel, the vibe of the story can still, when the story falls apart, you've still got a pretty good movie. So uh, I liked it from that standpoint. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't impressed at all with the story. But what? not at... I I was intrigued and then they blew it. We'll get we'll get into okay, that. Yeah, we'll get yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Kevin, your turn. Your turn. Yeah, I I enjoyed the movie. I would actually go see pay and see it again. Maybe not in 3D IMAX, but I went. I was very happy. Uh, Marissa Tomei was in it, so that was a good thing. <laughs> um, you know, and it felt like almost you know the Avengers were in it. It was it yeah. was almost like Avengers. You could call was. it Avengers Civil War versus you, you know instead of Captain America Civil War. Whatever you know, whatever works for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, and one thought I just have to, you, you heard me say this before uh, Hank Pym should be Ant-Man I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna <laughs> grab word. about that to the to the day this you know Marvel Cinematic Universe dies um, he's it still should be Hank Pym. hear his cry <laughs> yeah it needs to be Hank Pym I mean you know who can battle wits with Tony Stank yeah <laughs> 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 you know? Just watching it from the cartoon you know I, I love their back and forth from the cartoon I was hoping that I would see that but no we got uh uh, the other guy. <laughs> so anyway. yeah, Scott, Scott Lang. Yeah, Scott Lang. Yeah, we got him. But that's okay. I'm- yeah, yeah. I I guess the thing that got me was like um like Danny said, like uh, I won't jump on the, the comparison between Batman, Superman, and Civil War because it's about Civil War, but right. Batman versus Superman I was like, Oh man, I'm I wanna see it and then like I saw it and then I was just like, I don't wanna see another comic book movie right now. I just don't I, don't I remember you saying that. I, I do I, remember you saying that. I honestly did. Now, granted, this is Marvel property, is a Marvel moment. So I was like, All right, let's step up to the plate and see it and like I I watched that and it's like the themes are still the same mm-hmm. in a in a sense because the movie is mainly about the politics right. between, you know, all the heroes and everything like that. And they did that a lot better in this movie than they did for uh, you know Batman uh, versus Superman. Okay, and they also did a very good job of even in you know Captain America and Iron Man out. Like mm-hmm. you know it wasn't it didn't feel too one sided. It was a, even though it was Captain America's movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was Captain America's movie. Right. That's what I was saying. I could have called this Avenger Civil War because yeah. it just felt like everybody was involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he, you never felt like there were too many characters. Like I never got like, oh man, they didn't develop this. And they did a great job introducing. You got to know as much as you as you needed to know. Like you watch like one of those Batman movies with Val Kilmer or George Clooney yeah. or whatever, and they introduce Robin and Batgirl and Alfred and Poison Ivy. And, and those movies had their problems in them themselves. But I mean, they were also <laughs> just too many characters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you had like ten characters minimum, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you never felt like there was too many. Yeah. No. No, it was great. Black Panther made his debut. 
Mm-hmm. In oh, the middle wow. of Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I watched the, what's that, Avengers, my, uh, Defend Earth's Mightiest Heroes, that cartoon series. Cartoon, that yes. yeah. yeah. I watched that and the one before that. And, you know, Black, Black Panther was one of my favorite characters from that, from that cartoon series. And so to actually see him, you know, on this part as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. makes me very, very happy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he did not disappoint, man. The dude kicks butt. Oh <laughs> you know, God, he, that... he kicks butt in so many different ways. That's pretty awesome. The action in that well, movie was crazy. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, um, I, I was just going to say that if anyone doesn't know this already, listeners, throughout this whole discussion, I'm going to be the one that's like, "Well, who's that guy? And what happened with him? And where did he come from?" So, like, basically, I was the one sitting in the cinema. Like enjoying the movie, but I didn't go crazy and start clapping when Black Panther came out because I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you know, oh. I, I don't. I've never read a comic book in my life, and you know, I don't normally, you know, watch a lot of comic book movies. Although I'm starting to get into them a little bit, you know, hanging out with you guys. But overall, still, it was even if you don't know a lot about comic books, it still was a pretty cool movie. You know, it had a lot of good uh, action, of course. So you know, it still was a, a good movie to watch. It's enjoyable. You can, you know, not know that much about comic books and still enjoy seeing Black Panther like go crazy with his claws sliding down the wall and stuff like that. Oh, when mm-hmm. he did that, I, I, yeah. inside I, like, I went nuts. That's pretty Nobody around me was going nuts, but in my head I was just like, "Yes, he's doing it! <laughs> yes!" You should have sat by the guy that I sat next to. Like there was, there was some individual. Um, I mean, he was like, "Oh yeah, you can sit here and, and you know in the seat. There's nobody sitting by me." But like you know, how sometimes you sit at the theater and like you said, like there's parts where you're like, "Oh man, he's doing it! Oh my god, did did you see that?" Like, yeah, yeah. This dude was so into the movie, he was saying that stuff. And at first, I thought he was talking to me, but he wasn't. He was just he was just, just letting it out. Yeah, he was just letting. He it was out. like the brothers that be in the horror movies were like, "No, don't go through that door." <laughs> like he yeah. was like that guy, and I didn't mind it at all because I was like, some parts I was like. I was laughing and he was he would like I'd be laughing on the inside and then like yeah. he would be laughing, you know, and I was like, man, this is kind of cool. Like it was a you know, it was an yeah. interesting experience to actually hear somebody else react. He wasn't loud, thank yeah. God, because then I'd be like, hey man, like you gotta be quiet. You know? Right, right. <laughs> but he like he reacted and I was like, Yeah, it just was a, a good experience. Well, uh, let, know, let's go down yeah. let's go down this path for a little bit. Cause we yeah. started talking about Black Panther and mm-hmm. reactions. He's one of the new characters that are to be in this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, other characters, we well, of course, you have you know Cap, you have Bucky, you have Iron Man, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, yeah. Scar- Scarlet Witch, uh, who's from the Avengers movie, and you have uh, I'm going to say Scarlett Johansson. It's like no Black Widow. <laughs> oh Black man, Widow. she has some of the coolest fight scenes. Because if I yeah, can... just putting the leg wraps and around people's heads and stuff. Man, she was. She was vicious. That first scene when she was chasing the dudes, yes. yeah. I was like, "God, dog!" Well, like, you know, I was, you know, I was like that when uh, uh, Bucky freaking snatched it, that my motorcycle. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, <laughs> yes, man, do it. <laughs> Everyone popped for that. Yes, yeah. that was freaking <laughs> badass. <laughs> you know, I just had to say. That. So anyway, so now yeah. we got some of the new characters that come aboard. Talk about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vision, of course, was in that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Falcon was in that. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man made his debut in the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, what did y'all think of how, how all that went down? His portrayal. He was fun to watch. Are you talking about like in the costume? Like once he was in well, the just costume? In general, just in general. You know, Peter Parker, Spider Man, Spider Boy. I did like the way he actually looked like a kid mm-hmm. and not like a, you know, just like a, like a, a man who just had like a youthful a face, youthful face mm-hmm. like yeah. he looked like a, he was a kid like right that was cool and um you know and, and act i act like a kid yeah I act, you know and i also liked how he was able like you know when they had the 
the big fight scene with all of them. Yeah. At the airport, like I like how they allowed him to handle himself. Right. You know, amongst all the people while still doing the crazy banner. Like, I was like, wow, like, yeah, that's be that like, is Spider Man. Being like you know? a complete fanboy. Yeah. Meeting all these guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then he did the uh the Empire Strikes Back rep. I I, yeah, I laughed. I, like, I laughed at that one. That really old movie. Like the really old, old yeah, that movie. Really old movie. Yeah. That was the with the big tall walkers and stuff, you yeah. know? And I figured that was coming because it's like that's the only way. Well, I guess we could just say, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. This is a spoiler. They've been warned. It's a spoiler alert. It's spoiler. Yeah. Ant Man turns huge. Giant Man, yeah. Yeah, and yeah he becomes giant man. That freaked me out. Yeah. Like when he was like, I'm gonna do this thing, and he turns down. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And he's beating everybody up. And then, like, what can I say though? I, I mm. almost wanted to get a little dark if he hopped into like inside a, an enemy dude and, and went, became giant man, <laughs> and just freaking just you know, <laughs> really, like, yeah. Com- the rip Mortal Kombat ripped him apart. That I thought been he was gonna awesome. do that when he jumped in Iron Man's armor and, and rip out the armor. Up. I yeah. thought that was gonna happen. I was like, oh my god, my dreams are coming true. <laughs> 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 it's like, no, but you know, I like what he did. They, they had him just like. You know, take apart computer stuff because yeah, um, he was well, funny too. I guess he can do that. I mean, I know Hank Pym could probably go in there and just reprogram everything, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he'll be in control of the Iron Man suit. Well, but Scott I, I Lang know. doesn't know quite as much. Right, right. About I'm assuming this not. guy. I hadn't seen that man movie just because of no, my protest. You're right. Because it you're should, right, it, again, Hank it should Pym be Hank is Pym. in there. He's in there. I know, but he passes it off to whatever. His face Scott Lang. Yeah, I'm gonna try to remember his name. I, you know, I'm trying hard to remember Scott. Sorry, I got you back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So anyway, we're, what were we saying? We're talking about Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man, yeah, well, yeah. I think it was a Spider-Man. It's like it was the same exact situation. Like he walks in the room, he's talking, he's got the VCR on his arm, and um, he turns around. Everyone sees his face. Just the whole theater just went nuts. I'm like, like I don't get it. Like this dude. <laughs> you don't now, even don't, know Spider-Man. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, as soon as he said Peter, and I was like, oh, okay, Peter Parker. I get it now. But oh yeah, like, see, I, young, yeah. I, yeah, I realized it when he said, uh, "Yeah, like just some young kid walks in the room and and the whole theater went nuts." I'm like, "All right, well, obviously, <laughs> I don't know who this is." Oh no, when they say um, Queens, yeah, yeah that's, what, like, that's what I was about to say. When yeah. internally, when I saw the word Queens, I was like, "Oh, oh there yeah, we go, yeah, yeah." Because yeah. yeah. even it's, I didn't, here comes Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when he's like, "I got a guy," yeah, I got a look. Yeah, he's Where, he, where's yeah. your guy? Right. You know, it's funny though. It's I had an Indiana Jones moment. I don't know if you remember this from Last Crusade, the very beginning with River Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But you know, when uh, I guess uh, what Cap throws that little gangway that you go into board a plane on top of Spider Man, mm. and he's holding it, and he's and, and and Captain's like, "You got heart, kid." Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then because mm-hmm. you know, in that uh, well, I guess the fedora guy in Indiana Jones said the same thing to young Indy, mm-hmm. like, "You got heart, kid," and gave him the fedora, mm-hmm. and then transitioned into the boat scene, you know, kind of stuff. So I'm like, "Oh crap!" I wonder if that's a, like a reference to Indiana Jones or like an homage. Well, did you see there was a Finding Nemo reference in there? Did y'all catch that? No, I didn't. Y'all were just talking mm. about when Ant Man shrunk down and went into Tony's costume, and he's like, "Wait, what is going on? What is it?" And he's like, "I'm your conscience. We haven't spoken oh, for a while." Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even catch Absolutely. that. Absolutely, that went by so fast. I didn't <laughs> yes, catch it. indeed. That was good. That was good. That's because you were too busy like stupid Ant Man. Yeah, no, I was was caught up in the Hank Pym thing. I was like, man, get him the hell out of here. That was a nice little throwback. That is good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Oh, just to get back to to Spider Man real quick. Oh yeah, I I like the kid's look, and I like the fact that they portrayed him more as a kid instead of like a thirty year old guy playing a kid. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a little too kiddy. Like, I don't like the fact that he was. his introduction to being Spider-Man is he's recruited for the Avengers because Tony Stark just so happens to show up at his house and says, hey, guess what? I know who you are. Right. I mean, it just seemed a little too convenient. Right. Yeah. It, it, but what's tricky is like in the, in the comic, 
it's uh, Spider Man actually like he he goes and he um you know takes off his mask right. and you mm-hmm. know he's on Iron Man's side so I guess they wanted to I guess keep that relationship but yeah I I, I can see that he showed up at the house and then like. You could have had at least had him. He's Spider-Man, okay? He's still a kid, but he's still in the beginning stages of being Spider-Man. Granted, he was, but he's still wearing the underroot. I mean, in fact, that's what he calls him, underroot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's not a onesie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I didn't like that they over-kidified him. Like, even like the, the Empire Strikes Back, it was just such a forced joke. That very old movie. No pun intended. Yeah. It was a forced yeah. joke. Yeah. It was like, did you, did you have to overdo it that much? <laughs> I mean, the conversation was a little awkward when he was like, remember, I I, I, had, I called you for that thing when mm-hmm. I, I paid all those people. And then, like, you know, Peter was like, what? What thing? Like, oh, I really that like, whole Grant thing that he was telling yeah. Yeah. It, w- w- Why is Aunt, Aunt May Hutt? <laughs> I mean, I know why. I know the actor says playing it, but you know, it's, yeah. it's funny you say that because that's the one thing—not the one thing—but you know, I was watching with my my son, and he was like, "Why does she keep getting younger?" <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. That's, a, you that's know, a the exact point. same thing. And I thought I was like, Aunt May was always old. Why? Even when Peter yeah. was right. young, and then then she became Sally Field. Like, okay, I can buy that. Sally Field is—you know—she she's not white headed, but we all know she's old, right? Then they get Marissa Tomei, and you're like, "You're forty. That's old." <laughs> like, yeah, but no, this is person to May forty, which has aged well, and I'm like, I shouldn't have impure thoughts about Aunt May. <laughs> you could have a young aunt, I guess, if that's Aunt Milf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there a Spider-Man movie before this that well, came out? Well, there was a or Amazing is- Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. the Andrew Garfield version, yeah. but I mean, okay. it really doesn't have well Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire versions, but I mean, neither of them really had anything to do uh, with. Yeah, them. okay, okay. And I really thought, like at first, I thought he was going to pop up. I'd be like, I don't, I didn't mind Andrew Garfield. I didn't mind Andrew Garfield at yeah. all. I kind of rather the uh, the suit that they were using for that than this one. I mean, it's the suit seemed a little cartoony. It seemed a little out of place. It wasn't as detailed as right. everybody else's costume. I, I could. It, it was almost a little blurred. It, it didn't quite. It wasn't. It wasn't very well defined. Yeah. Well, compared to everybody right. else, I mean, Captain America's suit is detailed as hell. Yeah. Iron right. Man, forget about it. Mm-hmm. Even War Machine. Though that's another guy. You- oh, yeah. War Machine was part oh, of it. Yeah. yeah. But we, yeah. we've had War Machine before. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. you're just saying. The yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, like, every, but I agree. Everybody had, Hawkeye. like, very detailed. Uh, Hawkeye. That's right. That's yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. Well, he was yeah. retired. Yeah. <laughs> he just showed up like, I was going to go, you know, he's water still, skiing. The but- cool thing, that he's still kind of snarky. Which is you know, yeah, with well, the uh, the Hawkeye that I know from the cartoons, you know, always just smart Alec talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it, but Spider Man's costume definitely wasn't as lavished as everybody else's. I I, I would I agree with that. Yeah, I wonder if it'll it, get more developed. Is it, hopefully, well, is it anywhere else? I mean, it's just it's just a suit. His his power is not in his his suit; it's in his webs, right? Well, but I mean, again, and you kind of see this at the very end. It's like. Peter Parker in and of himself is a, a, a fantastic scientist. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he right. he developed his own web shooters. I mean, he developed... He, well, the tensile strength of the web shooters, too. Yeah, yeah he was that. freaking everybody out with yeah. the webbing. Absolutely. I mean, the, the whole idea that, you know, Tony Stark had to help him become Spider-Man, like, almost like he funded him and upgraded his suit and everything like that. I didn't care for that. I just didn't care for Did that Did that element. happen in the comics? No. Is that how it was? Yeah, no. well, actually, it, it not, but not with that... With Not, the suit that he wore in the movie, but he funded him and he became this Iron Spider. He had like this different costume, but in okay. the comics. Uh, right, but after he was well established. Yes. Th- yeah. That was like taking the character on a different arc. The character hadn't even begun an arc yet. 
He's arcless. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, arcless. You know, yeah. I, I would just answer the, your, your question. Yeah, he sounds you know. arc. Now, maybe that's where Disney comes in and says, well, hey, you know, we have the, you know, Amazing Spider-Man cartoon and, mm-hmm. you know, Tony Fark, you know, Tony... Tony, Tony Stark, yeah. <laughs> Tony Fart. Tony, you know, Tony goes ahead and <laughs> from stank to fart. <laughs> could have been Tony Skank. It could have been, you know. But uh, you know, in the cartoon they did that, so maybe some executive was like, Hey, can we throw this in here just to kind of keep the continuity going? Yeah, yeah. No talent. Uh let's talk a little bit about romance here, because I have a question about this. Okay. Romance. <laughs> yeah, so was, was Vision and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> was like Vision all hot on Scarlet Witch or something? Like in the comics, know? yeah, they, really? they were married. Yeah, they were married in the comics. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah it, it did seem a little awkward and a little odd at first when you're watching it uh, because there was no hint of that in the last movie. Right. There was. Right. It just kind of seems to come out of nowhere. And well, he was born yesterday. <laughs> 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 you know. So <laughs> it, it was a little awkward from that standpoint, mm-hmm. and I could totally see that. But I remember watching it and just being like. Why is he getting? Out? Oh, that's right. They were married. I forget about that. So yeah. yeah so this, this is pre-marriage. Yes. Because yeah. I, I remember at the end when he shot. I guess Iron. Uh, Iron. Uh, what was his name? The, War Machine. War Machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he when he shot him accidentally and he said he was distracted. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It did seem. Once again, it seemed a little too convenient. You know? Right. <laughs> like, well, there was that, and then there was uh, uh um, you know, uh, uh, the the niece of uh, Agent Carter. Agent Carter's niece that's in the CIA. Oh, Sharon. And that little kiss yeah. between him and Cap, her and Cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was interesting. Now they were like building towards that the like almost the entire first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. The tension and stuff. Well, did, did that did that happen? Is her character in the comic books? Yes. Mm-hmm. It is? Okay. okay. Yeah, I think she's like Agent 13 or something like that. Right, 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 right. She's right. like, she Agent helps 13, him in, yeah. in different, you know, in, in different issues or different books. She's helped him before. Do they get together in the comic books? And it depends on what version you get. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. I mean, but most of the, and, and most of them is just like, they're just, they're friends and they just, you know, they're good tactical partners. Right. But usually it's the fact of his age. He's just like, you know. He's kind of iffy about that. Yeah. In this one, Cab was just like, look, I just got to get what I get. I was in Iceberg <laughs> for a hundred like, years. The girl that, the woman that I was in love with for years just died. So yeah, yeah I'm going but for I got, the I got, I got her, uh, I got her niece here. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah I'm, I'm going for all the family. I love the Carter family. Yeah. See, for a two and a half hour movie, I thought you could have cut out all that Agent Carter stuff. You know, I thought the, I felt the movie was a little too long. I felt if you cut that out, I think you would have got to a, good, a better length and you would have yeah. got less sidetracked. Yeah. I, well, I, I gave you some of that. Now, maybe, again, that was tied into the Agent Carter ABC show or yeah. something, you know. Brand but, marketing, maybe. Yeah, but I did like when Sharon gives the eulogy. Oh, and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and she says, it like, you know, you stand for, you know, for what you want. And, like a tree, yeah, stay planted, like, and yeah. Yeah, you don't move. You make the other person move. So right. I, I think, like, that part of it was like well, um, that was the main part of that reason why they had that kept that scene in. I'm, I'm I, that's what I'm thinking. Like it reinforces, like it's almost like yeah. Captain America's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to do this and stuff. But then like he goes to the funeral, yeah, and then like she says this, and like you get this aha moment. Kind of she like, says it, or even uh, just repeating her aunt. Yeah. Which was very close to Steve Rogers. I know, but you could have done that same scene with him visiting the aunt on her deathbed and being like, you know. She says the exact same line, you know, you stand firm and boom, you never go back to the knees and you're done and you're moving on and, and scene accomplished. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm with that. I'm with that. Well, I have a, a question for someone that doesn't know anything about comics. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a movie called Winter Soldier? Is that already been out or is that Captain America out Winter Soldier? Yeah. Isn't that the last yes. that came out? Yes, that's correct. the one that already came out. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I was because I know I had heard that before, 
Truly, yeah, you are you are trying our comic book minds. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly, truly it's a, outrageous. It's a test. That's okay. Like, Do you, we yeah, don't know everything, Lee. <laughs> we know what the movie came yeah. out. You know, I, I never really cared for the character uh, of Bucky and the Winter Soldier uh, so much when they were kind of setting it up. I wasn't big, the biggest fan of him uh, last movie, but I kind of felt he was a little bit more of a, of a badass this time around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I really did like the character. I was surprised at how much they made me accept him as being, yeah, he's a legit badass. Yeah, yeah. And it built him up a lot, mm -hmm. a lot better. Yeah, and, I he, agree. and he did the Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom thing with uh, Iron Man. You know, he was going for the heart. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Give me a heart, Dr. Crazy. Stark. Give me a heart, Dr. Stark. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to start saying, Mo Ram Soram, But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was impressed. I was impressed by the way that I think it was the best uh, acting that that dude has done. What's his name? Sebastian Shaw. Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. I thought that was the best acting he's done thus far in, since they've used him. Yeah, I mean, like, now, the, the part where he's, like, in his apartment, mm -hmm. and then Captain America finds him, and then, like, that whole scene of them getting out from the apartment, like, escaping from, like, what? Oh, like the, the, German, the German secret uh, police, whatever? Yeah, yeah that Special was... Police? That was so intense because, like, the the guy he's he's punching through people, and Captain America has to stop him from like killing people. He's like, "No, dude, like, trying to prove you innocent. Right? You can't right. kill the cop. Can't right. do that. <laughs> you know." But he's tearing off like railings, and oh man, like I was like, I I just like how they legitimately made him a badass. They put you right. in that stairwell. They did, they did a good yeah. job of doing that. You felt the claustrophobia being in that stairwell oh, yeah, yeah. as all these people are converging in. The action sequences were, were brilliant. The the the, the oh, airport yeah. scene, my God. Yeah, yeah, that thing. <laughs> Again, the lightheartedness and the humor that comes in. Now, you know, there's a little bit too much of this. And and maybe this is part of the reason I had a problem with the, the story itself. Um, oh, yeah, you we were talking about the plot. Yeah, yeah was, well, we can get into that a little bit later. But this is part of what... I'm getting a little tired of this recurring theme of one. Tony Stark makes another bad decision. <laughs> that just seems to like this dude just can't guess right. I mean, whatever he does, you can just about guarantee it's his fault. It's going to be his fault. Yeah. So, At least he wasn't drunk. Yeah. That's a, yeah. It's a recurring theme. And the second is like, okay, have we dealt enough with the whole issue of, yes, sometimes innocent people get hurt. When when these heroes fight, kind of thing. I mean, we've already dealt it across a couple Collateral of movies damage, now. So it, it seems, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that we already we already cleared that up with the Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, can we get back to having one fun movie where we don't have to be reminded of the carnage? And maybe, like again, it's coming off of the heels of Batman versus Superman, which really overdid that. But it seems like I don't know. The comic book movie industry is still very much in apology mode for like we're sorry we're so violent we're going to try and counteract that with this yeah uh, i think that's like from the man of steel yeah like it, it went off even before that when, notice like the big action sequences are like we're going to put them at an abandoned airport where there's no people <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah that's true <laughs> the very end scene, we're going to put them out in the mountains in the middle of nowhere you know <laughs> no collateral damage <laughs> yeah. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt. There's one blast by a building, and you're like, whoa, that could have been so much worse. And the very next thing is, we need to watch the Avengers because Avengers are terrible, and they're doing these things. And regulation, like, regulation, really? regulation. She just saved so many people. And that, yeah, because didn't they, like, they captured some kind of disease, chemical, something or other that could right. have killed millions of people. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, 11 people dead. I mean, God, I 
sorry for you, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> damn, it's like this, you, eleven people or half the world. Exactly. It's you like know? stop giving us yeah. this. Take a break from it for a little bit. Go a different way. Way. Let's have fun watching them smash stuff again. And and they're getting too DC with that. We feel really bad that we're that part of saving a lot of people means we hurt a couple. They're getting really bad with that. And and the other thing is, is like actually to piggyback off that is like most cases is not their fault. You know, it's not like they show up and like, you know, just wreck havoc. Like, all right, we're done. Yay, fly off. I mean, like, like you said, like there's an explosion. Scarlet Witch doesn't have that much experience. She's like, all right, well, look, let me confine the explosion to this. But I mean, the the scene where she pulled out all the tear gas, nobody's Mm -hmm. talking about that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it was a whole building full of dangerous gas. The woman pulls all the gas out, puts it in the air. You know, nobody says that. That's Scarlet Witch, man. That's Scarlet Witch. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah. she's got something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of her. <laughs> Especially yeah. when she did the vision. Oh, God, yeah. Just oh, freaking just shoved him was, down. In, that was brutal. <laughs> Holy Moses. I never really cared much for the character. She had a silly costume in the comic books. Yeah. And un- I'm the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, ooh, I'm spooky wookie. <laughs> my hands. <laughs> so I never I'm really slightly cared. emo, but yeah. not, not really. Booga booga. Yeah, but they, uh, yeah, they've done a really good job with her and making her look like really one of the more powerful. Uh, yeah, yeah, like she really, I mean, Vision, he has an Infinity Stone, yeah. embedded in his head. He should have been the most powerful one at the airport fight sequence, and he really didn't do much of anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. He should, he should, you know, he should have talked to Scarlet Witch at that airport, be like, look. Why did you make me go through the center of the earth? Like, can we talk about that really quick? Um, you you know, made me go all through all those floors. Why does it turn me on so bad that you hurt me so, <laughs> so worse, yeah. yeah. He just—he reminds me of the the brother from Fraser, Niles. Yeah, that's Niles. yeah. That's a, that's a bad. That's, that's not a bad that's comparison. Only, that's who I think of when I see him. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Vision should be one. You know, I'm thinking back to the cartoon. Vision's probably should have been one of the more powerful Absolutely. Avengers out there. He did next to nothing during that whole sequence. Yeah. I mean, Scarlet Witch was like getting two or three at a time. And oh, Scarlet Witch was making things fly around. <laughs> I don't people. I was, she was waving her hands. I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> I don't want to fight her. Jesus, <laughs> she's going nuts with that stuff. And vi- there's Vision, just like, damn, she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's in the corner, just yeah. like, wow. She's the only oh. one that doesn't understand that I'm just I'm more man than I'm gonna robot. be over here touching myself while yes. y'all do your th- <laughs> Tony got betrayed something like vision wasn't really helping that much I mean, oh yeah black yeah. widow turns on him at the very end I mean he, he didn't recruit that team very well no, but, he didn't do so. but again another Tony Stark mistake right yeah, there you go <laughs> <Robert> <laughs> she should be <laughs> yeah roadie you know his friend he should be like hey vision if you were you know on your job i wouldn't be paralyzed <laughs> i mean how about that like vision didn't even go and, and visit him for rehabilitation i'd be like tony dismantle that some right there like mm-hmm. you know I, vision bros before hoes don't be distracted bro i just felt like you know 80 million feet out the sky because of this guy and he still got his job are you kidding me right now yeah i'm with you on that you know, go back to the hole in the center of the earth where you came from. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but anyway, but okay. So let let me get to. Let's get into the the story part. All right, thing. So this I'm is curious. The, yeah. Okay. All right. This is where I think the movie just blew it in terms of really putting together a, a great movie because the story made no sense. They they frame it at the very beginning, and it turns out it's a very interesting question. And the question is, which side are you on? Do you agree with Tony Stark that, you know, this 
ultra-powerful uh, group of superheroes need to be regulated so that way they don't run amok and they need to be held accountable for things that they do? Or do you agree with Captain America in that if you're a group of that magnitude, you, you can't go through bureaucratic red tape? It's a great debate. Mm-hmm. And you could fall on either side of the debate. And it's like they get to the point in the movie where you're like, okay, what are they going to do? They're going to compromise. They're going to go this way. They're going to go that way. They're like, we don't know what to do, so screw it. They're fighting because... Bucky's his ultra best friend for Captain America, and Iron Man's mad because he killed his mommy and daddy. Right. And that's what the fight of the movie all boiled about whether, at the end of the movie, are the Avengers regulated? Are they not? You really don't know. I mean, it's like kind of like they just, well, we're left not. it hanging, yeah. Whatever y'all were fighting about, that's not important. Bestie versus dead mommy and daddy. That's what we're dealing with here. And that's what the Civil War <laughs> basically boiled down to. You're waiting to find out exactly. Who's right? Who's wrong? What the consequences are? All the little things that affect the Avengers' future, and they just abandon all that just so they can get to dead mommy and daddy and super best friend. This is almost like a Maleficent moment. I'm witnessing. <laughs> almost, uh, almost, 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 almost. But he liked the movie. He liked. The yeah, movie. I, did, I, I liked the movie. You didn't start. You didn't start with the opening line like you did for Maleficent. No. So yeah, no, no I, he didn't, I he didn't like Maleficent. I felt like they blew the plot because I mean. The, the what made that, that that was an interesting debate and you're like yeah I can't wait to see how they're going to resolve this are they going to compromise is, is Cap right is Iron Man right because they both have great points mm-hmm. no screw it we're just going to fight about something else I, I, so the I, Civil War just becomes a fight yes uh, just a fight in general with nothing oh, de- in depth sorry. behind the fight well yeah. I, I mean I, w- I would say that for the, for the most part, they were trying to make it so that in the, in the beginning, in the books, in the comics at least, the government is way more involved. Yes. And the government is not played with as much um, in she, the comics and, as, as it is in this movie. Like it, Tony Stark in the book, yeah. you can't be like, yeah, I'll just put you on hold because I like to see the blinking light. Like, <laughs> that didn't happen in the books. And, so um, it's almost, is, it, is it almost like Tony really didn't have any choice? In, in the, the books? Or you saying in, the in, books, the, in the books, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had the same stance he pretty much did in the books as he had in the movie. So, like, the part where you saw them having that discussion with, and they had the two pins. Yeah. That was basically what the premise of the book, written by Mark Millar, very talented writer, that, that was what it was about. What happens if the government gets in there and says, hey, you guys are too powerful, mm-hmm. but we respect what you do. All we want is for you to just tell us who you are. Mm-hmm. So, in the books, it was pretty much about... Your your unmasking, actual, yeah, your actual rights as an individual citizen versus right. okay, you're a hero, you help the government, help us, you know, help us out, tell us who you are, right. and in the books, Captain America's like, well, hell with that. Look, I'm America. If you don't trust me, we got a problem. And then Iron Man was just like, nah, yeah, nah I mean, you know, could, you're right. How could how could Captain America be the quote unquote wrong guy in this movie? <laughs> It's they his movie. They, it's they, his that's movie. what I'm saying. They couldn't make him the, the quote unquote. Well, there's no good guys or bad guys, but right. he couldn't be wrong. It's his movie. He's Captain America. Right. But in the, in the sense of the book, he doesn't agree with the government. So that's what right. turns him into an outlaw. You know? So but it wasn't in, so much about not agreeing with Tony. It was more about not agreeing with the government. Exactly. Right. Okay. And, and, and since Tony had all the different ties with the government and contracts, he was just kind of like, yeah, it makes business sense and everything like that but yeah here i think you know danny has a point where it's like well we have to introduce that you know captain america has a human side we have Mm -hmm. to give more credence to that which i really didn't mind that like uh towards the the half of it i was like like again with the batman versus superman thing it was way too much like dialogue and you know 
building and building. I was like, okay, when is something going to happen? Like, in this movie, so much action happened that I was like, whoo, that is awesome. Wow, that's too much awesome. So when they started to talk, I'm like, thank you very much. Okay, I, <laughs> I need to just digest, like, everything that just happened. So, yeah, I think they just wanted to build the fact of Captain America having a friend and, you know, looking out for his buddy. Now, I will say this. The only thing I am kind of like, eh, I know why you have to have it. Mm -hmm. But why do you keep having to do it? Is everybody, you know, like you say, everybody's parents are dying and, you know, somebody else dies so that they have, like, revenge. Like, the villain, which was genius, uh, the Baron Zemo guy, yeah. was just like an ordinary dude. Like, I, I thought that was a very cool mm -hmm. aspect. It wasn't like Iron Man 3 with the Mandarin debacle, you know Zemo, what I mean? Zemo, Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, once it was like, okay, you, you, you were a super soldier and you had, like, a super soldier group. Like, I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. But he's like, no, that's not it. I like <laughs> That's a nice little swerve, but then all of a sudden you look at it in retrospect though, and none of that made any sense. Which which part? All of it. <laughs> oh, like why he did everything? He was like, yeah, he was just a regular soldier with a family who was a good guy living a good life over in uh, Sokovia. Sokovia. And then all of a sudden now he has all this knowledge about this secret plan that was hatched way back in what, the 90, 1991? Yeah, he has all this knowledge of the secret plan that was hatched back in 1991. He knows where, you know, what you call it, uh, Bucky Barnes' involvement in it. I don't know what some guy from, I mean, if he was an agent of Hydra or something like that, it would make sense that he would have some kind of uh, uh, knowledge of this program. It makes no sense that he has any knowledge. And then there again, he, all the things. He was with Hydra, right? Well, not in the book, yeah, not in the movie, in the book, yes. In the book, he was, yeah. I remember not that. in the movie and the cartoon, no, he was. No, I didn't say something was. about it. Like, yeah, he was, he was the leader of some something, or I mean, oh no, that was like the yeah the the armed forces they. But I want to say like, I don't remember like, them saying anything. I don't Hydra. remember them saying nothing because I was waiting for that. And it the I'll, guy he stole the book from said hail hail Hydra. Yes, okay, but mm -hmm. I don't remember mm -hmm. Zemo because I thought from the comic books. I remember in the cartoon that Zemo was Hydra. Yes. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But in, in like. this, it wasn't clearly defined. All I know is the guy that he drowned, I guess, hanging upside down. Mm -hmm. That's his last words to him was Hail Hydra. But yeah. That that's was the thing. It's like, you know, you're watching. So it's like, okay, so he had no knowledge. This doesn't make any sense. How does right. this guy know all these things that a regular foot soldier in Sokovia wouldn't have no knowledge of whatsoever, yet he knows all this stuff. Plus, he's... Things that have happened that helped foster his plan, he had nothing to do with. Like, did he have anything to do with what Crossbones did? I don't think so. Don't right. remember him saying that started this whole thing of we need to regulate the Avengers. Did he have anything to do with planning Alfrey Woodard by the elevator to make Tony Stark feel guilty and say, you know what, I want to sign off on this? No, had nothing to do with that. So, I mean, this plan has all these elements where all the factors that led to the heroes doing what they ended up doing this guy should have no knowledge of any of this but he said he has experience and patience and a man <laughs> can do anything if he has those two mm -hmm. that and creative writing i guess i think the <laughs> i think the plan was here let's have really cool action sequences that go on for about 10 minutes so that way when we get back into the plot they won't notice if we switch around that we're not talking about this anymore we're doing this <laughs> you know i think that's exactly as soon as i saw the footage of the car and tony stark says i know the street i'm like no don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And they did it, and I was so mad. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I, I, I kind of like I said earlier. Yeah, the thing where everybody killing the, their parents. I mean, and don't get me wrong. That's always a great 
motivational thing for any character. Like, well, I had loved ones and they're gone. Oh, yeah. Batman, but, yeah. Like, how did yeah. Zemo know to, to even look into the matter to find the tape that Bucky would have had anything to do with the death of? No one knew that. And then all of a sudden, Captain America, did you know? I kind of knew. I may not have known. I don't know if I. And I'm like, yeah, that part was a little weird because they never mentioned anything about Captain America being like, oh, Bucky, man, that's the tape where you knocked over the car. Exactly. Where's the conversation? It was like, you know, like where even they, they cut away. It's like, I got to tell you something about Tony, just so you know, between you and I, Steve, cut away. That way, when he says later on, yeah, I know about it. You're like, OK, so that must have been what he said. But, but there's no recall back to that. Right. Yeah. You, you, when you see Zemo, he immediately right off the bat is asking about uh, action report, December, whatever, mm-hmm. 1991. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? It, there's nothing that says, he doesn't say why he knows that. Didn't, exactly. he raid, didn't he raid like a warehouse or something at one part of the movie? Remember he went and he, he raided like some weird area. It was like nothing but a bunch of boxes. Mm-hmm. No, well, that was after he broke into it. That's how he, he already knew everything at that point. Where he broke into where they were uh, had all those guys in hibernation, the, the Winter Soldier. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, I know what Eli's talking about. He's talking about there was an earlier the beginning, scene, yeah, at the yeah. very beginning where he breaks into something to go find. But there again, how does he know to do that? Mm. I didn't, yeah. I didn't catch that. You gotta have some kind of a form. Again, if you're just a soldier, in Soko- there's got to be something like I was a soldier, but I was also after the whole thing, and then I joined Hydra, and then I learned about. It. At, at the end of it, I'm like, how does he know all this stuff? How did he put all this stuff into motion? So you, know you know felt he wasn't well-rounded enough to be like super th- badass no. mastermind villain. I thought or- the plan was, at that point in time when he reveals the master plan, I'm like, there's no way that happens. Too many things has to happen that he has no control over in order to make what happens happen. So this plan makes no sense. There's no way you're like, I'm going to go, I'm going to find the, a tape, I'm going to manipulate everything to show the tape. To I mean, you know... If logic just prevails, if logic just prevails, I mean, you could you could have cut down this movie to like twenty minutes, and this Cap and Iron Man sitting in a room together, and they're like, "I'm going after your friend Cap, and I'm going to get him, Tony. That's my friend. I can't let you kill him. How about we just capture him? Okay, end of the movie. Because at the very end, what does Bucky do? I'm putting myself to sleep. I'm too dangerous. I'm putting myself to sleep. They got a point. Okay, cool. Good night, Bucky. <laughs> That was credits. <laughs> That's all they had to do. That was a compromise. It was like, yes, wait, we, you mean we don't have to kill the Winter Soldier? We can just capture him and put him to sleep. Done. Let's do it, Cap. Well, they blew his arm off. So he was like, I'm kind of useless without my, my better arm. Right. Like, anybody find my arm? Anybody melt it back on or saw it back on? No, just put me to sleep. And then there. Cap says, where's Agent 13? I mean, that, <laughs> That's well, I mean, basically I what the Winter Soldier was about. Was that He was just trying to capture... The Winter Soldier. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not capture? Yeah. I, yeah. I guess, like, and maybe I read too much into it or, like, made it up in my mind that that guy was some kind of high level soldier or something. Like, I, I don't know where I got that from. The comic books? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Not, I don't think you're Wasn't he a high ranking uh, member of Hydra, Zemo? In the comics? No, 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 in the comics. About- Oh yeah, he was he was a major Captain America well, villain. It was, Bar- yes. it was a Baron von Z- Z- ba- Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. It's like yeah. Helmut Zemo. He or something. Yeah, something, yeah. yeah, he was. He's like a a very. I'm, I'm trying not to curse. He's a. He's very. He's a very tough. Yeah, villain. he's way up there. Yeah. 
And I'm not ruling out the possibility there was a scene in there at some point in time because I do seem to remember that where they show him rooting through something, but it wasn't well laid out to no, where really I mean, yeah, you yeah. recalled it when it came back because I wouldn't have remembered it until you just said it. And even then, we don't really remember what he was up to. Right. No, I'm, I'm just because I remember like, well, how did he get this? And then like, you're making me think like, well, wait, well, I'm trying I, to wonder. How you didn't show up out of nowhere, but yeah. I'm trying to wonder if they developed any of that during uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't watched the latest season. Now that's yeah, Because they tend to do that. Like, they'll tie in the movie to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series. So I don't know if that came into play. I haven't seen this season yet. Well, this is one but, movie. Yeah, if you didn't watch Winter Soldier and you didn't watch uh, Age of Ultron, you were lost oh, in yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe that happened there. But then again, I mean, there should be enough of a callback so that way you... You can still understand the full thing, yeah. Right. You know, it's like showing Kaiser Soze at the end without showing the board he's looking at the entire time. There has to be a moment, a callback where you're realizing this is all connected. It's all pieced together. Right. There's no callback to, oh, that was. Oh, God, this is the worst part. (laughs) The worst part. When they find the guy dead in the bathtub, they're like, yes, we found the guy dead in the bathtub. And we found a Bucky Barnes so disguise. Okay, yeah, all right. That was a little weird with the head. Uh, yeah, because he never put it on. Yeah. He never made himself up. You never up. see. I mean, what a weak plot point. There's a Bucky Barnes disguise kit? Come on. I, will, I, I, I totally glossed over that. Especially like, yeah, TGNY, so man. TGNY. This guy was so much of a badass. He orchestrated all this stuff. But yet he accidentally left the disguise kit behind. <laughs> you know? No, like, worse than oh, that, he I left a dead that. body in the bathtub. <laughs> he called the lady and said, Yeah, come bring my breakfast. And then she showed up and there's like a dead body there. Was, like, that, that was, was that part that of his plan to get Iron Man by himself? Uh, you yeah. know, that's a thing I don't understand. It's like, why did Falcon have to tell him that you, you go there, you got to go there by yourself? Mm-hmm. As a friend, like, why couldn't he get any of his friends to go with him? Because he him wanted, out? he wanted them to get killed. Because he want, like, he didn't want to be the rat. <laughs> I can answer you that one. Like Falcon, if he, if he, they're like, well, tell me, Falcon, you tell me. Like none of the other heroes, like, nah, forget it. Like you know. Well, I was waiting for Tony Stark to sit there and say, like, when he scrambled it, he'd be like, Falcon, I found the Bucky Barnes disguise kit. <laughs> I know it was all a sham. It does not and fit, like, but I need to give it back to him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, so you know now. I found yeah. the silly putty. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know, I think, I think, like Falcon's like, yeah, I won't be no snitch. Because, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a technology thing. You know, Tony Stark is a massive technology. So, I guess, like, would you want Captain America, if that all went bad, to come back and say, hey, who told Iron Man where I was? Who would the you snitch? Wanna, yeah, who the snitch is? Would you want to <laughs> be that guy? Because everybody else is like, hey, we didn't tell Iron Man nothing. <laughs> it was Falcon right there. He turned off the audio. We saw him talk. You know, it's funny. I, I envision all them sitting uh, stand, sitting at a table like Untouchables, and Al Capone comes and beats him with a bat. Did you ever see them? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasms. <laughs> Enthusiasms. You know what would yeah. have been awesome is when they found the Bucky Barnes disguise kit, they would have showed it, and it was one of those old school Halloween costumes. <laughs> that would have been awesome. When we were kids. We talked about it on a previous show. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Rubber band. They have trouble breathing, really? Yeah. <laughs> and Tony just holds son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lifelike. No. no. How do you fool us? <laughs> oh, man. It had a plastic bodysuit that said <laughs> Avengers on it. <laughs>
Oh, it's awful. That was so awful. That movie, that plot just stank. Oh, I'm man. sorry. Tony stank. That, that, it stank. That plot was horrible. I'm but, sorry. Let me the more you. I'm talking about it, the more I'm realizing how bad it really was. But that's what you do. You're very, you're, you know, you, you, break, you break stories down. So that's what, that's what you do. There's no doubt about that. I didn't even think about some of that. But well, it, you know, I'm waiting for the whole thing to, to resonate and for it to connect all together and make sense. So don't get me wrong. Then, like I'm saying, the action, the character, the humor, everything adds together to make it a, a worthwhile movie, a visually stunning movie. And you're all, entertained to some point. Yeah, you're yeah. entertained. It's just shut down the brain, kid. We got it from here. I mean, and, and that's the part where I don't really... I think you can have a good story, and I think the problem is you try and involve too much. They didn't need that whole end scene there. All that could have, should have happened is in the end of it, they realize they're being played by somebody. They unite. They fight the super soldiers people, and that's it. Done. Yeah, they shouldn't have killed the super soldier people. Uh, I, was, I was waiting for a big battle. I, I, yeah, I thought that was going to They're going to reunite. Realize the truth and go. There's a big battle with the super soldiers. But well, no, that would have been good if he just been like, "Yeah, I want to bring the super soldier program back, and mm -hmm. these guys are better than the I'm super a, soldier." I'm a former Hydra agent. I, I want to bring the super soldier. You don't have to keep beating us over the head with yes. Actions have consequences, and my family died. You already did it with Alfred Woodard's son. We had a whole five minute scene by an elevator that got the point across. You didn't need to do it at the very end. Just keep it simple. They 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 wanted to swerve the audience, and I don't think the swerve was effective. I'm sorry. I just you know, the the dead mommy and daddy bit, I mean, come on. Yeah, oh yeah, even T'Challa, you know, lost his daddy in the movie. Yeah. Well look, I don't blame him now. <laughs> There's even a part in there where he says it. No way. He killed my mommy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going to get it. He's going to get it. Oh, my God. That, that movie was written by, like, third grade. You're, not, ask my, you you're this. not my friend anymore. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. If you go back to, to whatever you want after this. Now, what did y'all think about the fact of them just saying, yeah, we're going to just take the two most powerful characters on the Avengers team being Thor and Hulk and just leave them out where y'all where y'all go with that well i was well, gonna ask you eli like why why wasn't why wasn't the hulk in it is that but the end of the last movie he runs away yeah the hulk, yeah. The hulk runs right. away and and quite frankly because if you would do that it's yeah now you're definitely drop captain america it's avengers it's a, civil war i hear that mm -hmm. i hear that um okay. and and plus i mean I, i'm sure you know the cgi for the hulk and the acting services of um what's his name chris hemsworth uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that may have broke the budget. Logically, yes. Well, from yeah. the end of the movie, it's like, you know, Hulk goes into hiding because he doesn't want to be dangerous to anybody else. Thor has some problem, which I'm sure we're going to see in the next Thor movie. Yeah, he flies that he had off, to go right. back home to help solve. So yeah. we're mm -hmm. going to see that. So that's why he wasn't there. And you'd have to give equal screen time to, to Thor and, and to Hulk. Now, maybe they could have made a cameo at some point yeah. in time. Maybe. I tell you what, I was waiting for the Thor to come down and kind of like in the first Avengers movie where... Cat breaks up the fight between the two friends, I guess, mm -hmm. or soon to be friends. I was waiting for Thor to come down and freeze everybody with his lightning and say, Stop! Enough! <laughs> you know? Or throw a shield or something. I don't know. Like each other. I was Children! Just, yeah, it's like Pepper Potts. You know, yeah. They had yeah. a falling out of some sort. That was kind of weird. That, I, again, weird. I think what they're trying to do there is A, they couldn't. If you're going to bring in a Gwyneth Paltrow, she's not going to be there for two minutes. You got to. You know, yeah. you got to work out a, a whole big, you know, or if she scene. is here for two minutes, you're going to be paying a lot. Yeah. See, <laughs> see that. And that goes right to the heart of what Civil War is about. Politics, but politics. And but also show emotional strain 
on Tony Stark that keeps explaining these bad decisions he makes. He needs to start drinking every again. Time, yeah. That's it. That's every time saying. he makes a bad decision, they, they beat you over the head with he's under emotional distress, you know? <laughs> like well, it, all the bad yeah. dreams he was having in Ultron, which led to the creation of Ultron. That's because there was that's no true. Pepper Potts. Anytime Pepper Potts is not around, she, mm-hmm. he goes nuts. Yeah, that's that's proven now in two movies. He's but lost. You're right, but he had like you know he always has a female console. Yeah, you know he had Black Widow there. I was like, yeah, you shouldn't do this, or you should do this, or you mm-hmm. know what I'm gonna change up. But that's the hey, you know that's the rule, Tony. You pay, go out there and support all those you know scientific geniuses and stuff like that. Don't worry about all this other madness. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm with you there because that yeah, Black Widow, like when she does the betrayal thing, like I was like, man, why Black Panther got to get it? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You know? That, that didn't stop him, though. No, it didn't stop him. Like, why didn't you shoot Iron Man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but well, well, Iron Man wasn't there though. He was. He wasn't. He wasn't, there. In, the, he wasn't in that fight. But, Rhodey but no. got it. Black Panther got it. Yeah, good, yeah. Rhodey got it bad. Like yeah. I mean, like nobody. It almost was like, wait. Can I just say this? I'm gonna let it go. So they shoot him. He falls millions of feet towards <laughs> the ground. Now you got a guy. And Falcon that has like he can fly. I've seen I saw the whole movie. He flies over everything at like this crazy top speed. The guy kicked a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Remember the helicopter scene? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he kicked the helicopter, yeah. all his other stuff. Then you got Iron Man. Okay, this guy just he just flies everywhere. So you mean to tell me here's a guy that's in armor, he can't go anywhere, and he's faster than these two people. It's at almost the same like he was time? falling faster than gravity. <laughs> I'm thinking that Rhodey was payback for, for Bucky. Like the writers were like, well, we got an we, we got a one armed man. Like this guy amputates his friend's arm, so this guy's got to paralyze his friend, kind of thing. So it all equals out. Still war. Best friends, you know, they they get the collateral damage. Yeah, I'm like, man, I was just like, because I was like, I thought the they were really going to catch him. I really <laughs> yeah. thought they were going to catch him, but then they did that that shot where you see the two yeah. of them on either end, and he was just like. That was like the roughest way. You see like this puff of smoke. It was almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon, yeah. you know? <laughs> the Roadrunner. Yeah, it was like, yeah. <laughs> Roadie right. just needed to hold up one of those signs that said, yikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Yeah, yeah. Affleck. Acme Iron Man suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's my problems with the plot of the movie. Y'all tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know how any of that... I don't know anybody could look at that plot and says, yeah, that makes sense. you really got to shut off your brain to appreciate any of that. I mean, it was, no, it was a lot awesome. of It was a lot of action. Yeah. It was the focus. That, it, like, Civil War was the fight between friends, and right. that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. they delivered on in spades, and that's the only thing that saves the movie. And like I said... Anything deeper, I don't think... Like you said, I don't think anything deeper holds... I mean, that's it. Like I said, I liked, like we said in the beginning, the political stress of it, I thought worked, but then they, yeah, they had to get personable. So I kind of got into that. But yeah, the, the villain, I thought it was good that he was over there, guy. But yeah, um, that's pretty deep, all that other stuff. Now I'm like, man, I'm like trying to rewind my brain and be like, hey, did he talk well, to somebody the, else? You know, That's the thing. But I mean, at the end of the day, what do you walk away with? He was an ordinary guy. You have to work your brain to be like, let me try and find out that he wasn't that ordinary. Yeah, let me yeah, see. Right. Let me see when they they beat it into my head that he wasn't just a regular soldier guy. They gave and they gave him plenty of options to do it. But yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just give the, you know. Let's talk about the end mm-hmm. uh, the end credits real quick, just before I forget. Mm-hmm. But you know, listeners, if you haven't stuck around for the entire credits on this one, there's actually two little scenes. So stay tuned. Make sure you sit through both of those. 
trailers or whatever, little teases in the, the closing credits. Now, one thing I did notice, I mean, I, I was expecting maybe a Thanos thing to happen or at least some kind of tease. Like, I thought he was going to come in as or like... Infinity War, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, now they're divided. Now I can come in. You need a you few know? more movies oh, that's before a, that That would have been good. That would have yeah, been cool. Like He's that. like, yeah, now they're yeah. now they're fighting each other, yeah. so... It's funny you say that because I overheard someone in the back mention, like, somehow they're going to try to tie in Gardens of the Galaxy or something like that, but nope, not what happened. No, no. There, there, there's different phases to the movies. Yeah. So, like, right now, if, if I'm thinking right, this third. is like... Yeah, we're going into the third phase, which right. is like you gotta because I think this ends with Infinity Wars. Yes. one and two, yeah, yeah, one and two. You're you're yeah. right. Another Guardians of the Galaxy, and then it's all these like different filler movies in between. But I think the phase that we're going into now is where it's gonna get all you know cosmic and intergalactic. Yeah. Well, and, I was gonna say I'm aware of Guardians of the Galaxy coming up next, but what's on tap after that? I thought Infinity War was right after that. I, I didn't no, realize there's, that. There's a Thor. I know there's another Thor there's movie. another Thor there's movie. Like Thor? They, they got to explain why he's not around. There's supposed to be another Black Panther there's, movie. Yeah, there's supposed okay. to be a standalone Black Panther. There's the Doctor Strange when we saw yeah. the trailer for that. Yeah. So yeah, there's a there's a few more movies that are supposed to be you know in between for that to happen. And, and even if Thanos would have showed up, I mean, like where would you have fit that? Like you said, if this was a budget constraint, yeah, that CGI. Would have I, I think what Kevin just said is perfect. That's exactly what I would have done if I was them. Is I would have done a little thing of Thanos sitting there saying the time is perfect the, the, or something the, like that. Yeah, now's, now's the, time. the time to strike, kind of thing. I think that would have been perfect because I mean, mm. Doctor Strange really has nothing to do with this universe of characters. You can bring him in for Infinity War. I'm sure they might. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, really nothing to do with these characters up until this point. Again, I know they're going to be in Infinity War, but really nothing to do. The universe that you really care about in, is it relates to infinity war is going to be avengers and um oh look yeah. i just pulled up the list there's okay. supposed to be like another thor movie another black panther there's supposed to be a spider-man homecoming movie right guardians of the galaxy 2 which you just said there's mm-hmm. supposed to be ant-man and wasp between the two infinity movies mm-hmm. as well as captain marvel between the two infinity War oh, movies. Yeah, marvel, so that's okay. part that's all part of phase three but you won't see iron man or captain america again until infinity war right correct then that would have been a perfect time for thanos to say that then yes. yeah yeah I will hire us. Right. I mean, Black Panther just showed up. I mean, again, none of these guys are integral to the overall. Like, I don't think you're going to find, like, when you watch this movie, you had to have seen Ultron. You had to have seen Captain America Winter Soldier to understand what was going on. I don't think you're going to have to have seen Doctor Strange to appreciate. Right. The, the, you're right. right. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There. That's that's total origin story. That just looks like uh, Inception on steroids. Yeah, I saw that when they flipped. They're like, we're not just going to flip a city. We're going to flip a city and then do two side cities <laughs> um, and then flip those. And it's a house of cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to do what they do with the Black Panther movie. I'm, 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 if, is that going to be an origin story, you think, too? Um, I would, I would say. I mean, I it, think you just saw the origin. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you, you're you're right there. If if I had to, okay, but like this, if I had to guess, mm-hmm. I would have to say you go to Wakanda, you see Black Panther, you get everything established as what he's dealing with as king, and then somebody comes out and says, "I want to be the king. Well, I deserve to be the king." And then, oh you're, right, you're that's how it is. In, that, that's how it is in the cartoon. I think, isn't it? That's how most actually. I, that's some how gorilla, most of, yeah, some gorilla dude comes in, beats his dad, and then he get he banishes uh, uh, T'Challa out, and then he comes back and challenges for his dad's throne, kind of a thing. Is that not the freaking plot of the Lion King? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I hate to say it, but I mean that's like actually most Black Panther stories that I've read when it's solo. Uh-huh. You know, it's like because I think they got like they they redid it again, mm-hmm. and like yeah, he's 
somebody challenges him and they're not super powered people. Right. Which I'm kind of like, well, well, they're Wakandans. Yeah, but they're like not as teched up <laughs> as he is, which I'm like, no, tech them up. Right. Tech them up. If you're in this technological city where there's, you know, vibranium and adamantium, like basically every that is one of the richest cities in the Marvel universe. Right, right. You know, so it's and like most it, technologically advanced mm-hmm. and the vibranium mountain, everything. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, the absolutely. all yeah, all the metal and vibranium spears and weapons, the women that fight. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of which, mm-hmm. I was waiting I was gonna see if that Wakanda uh that woman Oh, that was gonna fight. Lady? Was gonna yeah. That was gonna yeah. fight uh, Scar- uh, Scarlett Johansson. I keep calling her Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Black, Black, Black Widow. Yeah, I was I was waiting to see her fight because you know in the in, in I know at least I know in the cartoon the women that guard the king freaking kick butt. <laughs> you know they, <laughs> right they freaking just tear things up. So I was waiting to see. I was yeah. hoping he'd turn her and say, "My Wakanda don't want none unless you got one." <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Do we have any other points regarding this movie? I almost want to end it on that because that's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> that was good. I, I think that's uh, that's a perfect uh, note to go out on. Yeah. I think we said everything there is to say. But, you know, I'd be curious to know what you guys think, man. Uh, maybe we could revisit this again if we had get any thoughts and emails and stuff. Um, so shoot us an email, man. Oh, we got a new email real quick. Uh, show at magicourway.com. So you can start writing us there, and I'll put that in the show notes so we have that. But it's very easy. Show at magicourway.com. And uh, you can still write us to the other one, magicrowway at gmail.com, but we're going to try to switch you guys over to your own little email address, specifically for the Moeekin Nation and our listeners, so that we can find all our messages easy amongst the sea of social media stuff that comes through, too. So, yes, sir. Anyway, we'd love to hear your points, man. We love listening to our listeners' uh, opinions on things, and yeah, we'll react to it. We'll read it up here on the air. So That's right. See what side they're on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know what you thought. Hey. About the plot, you know, all the things that we have talked about, um, especially after you see it. So, are you on Dead Mommy and Daddy's side, or are you on (laughs) Super Bestie Friend's side? Super Super Bestie Friend. (laughs) Or Zemo. All right, guys, let us know what you think. Guys, Captain America, Civil War. I hope you enjoyed our discussion on it. And like I said, I'd love to hear, or we'd love to hear your thoughts about this particular movie Every, and our, your thoughts on what we thought about the movie. So shoot us an email at show at magic or we had email uh, blah. <laughs> show at magic I got to get used to that new email. Anyway, guys, to learn more about the Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at our new email address, show at magicourway.com. Or you can call and text us. Yes, I did say text us. So you can shoot us a text from your phone, your mobile device, at 1-815-MO-WEEKEN. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEN. 669-4226, guys. And, of course, you want to support some of the guys on our show? One of the people you can support is Eli, our Marvel ace. Eli, tell them what you're going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, hey, again, thanks for the opportunity to do that Marvel Boba. That felt great. Uh and you can go ahead and find that I have the Ivory Comics website 2.0, as uh, Daddy put it, uh, up and live in Adam. So uh, you're more than welcome to go through, peruse through it, check out the Project Gation pages. There's a shop open. You can uh, go ahead and post it a blog and check it out, www.ivorycomics.com. If you want, you can find me also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Eli H. Ivory. It's also a Project Geisha Facebook page. Uh, if you want to get the Project Geisha 
book uh, in a digital copy, you can go to www.peepgamecomics.com. That's comics, uh, C-O-M-I-X. I can be found on Twitter at Hancock10166 and Instagram at eivory 504 Thank you very much. And, of course, we feed your creative energies. We feed your comic book energies or your literary energies, if you want to say that. And we're going to feed your travel energies. Lee, what you got going on? You know where to reach me. Lee at magicrway.com. You can call me directly at 832-570-5490. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. All right. And it's a couple ways to support the show, man. Support Magic Our Way by clicking on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way, man. Very easy to do. An order of three, two, fourteen. We get hungry. Click on it. You're good to go. It takes you right to a PayPal site. Also, you can represent the Moeka Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And also, lastly, you could please leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And guys, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast. So get in touch with us today. Again, that new email is show at magicourway.com. So Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, I say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. Bye now and have a Disney day. (laughs) Hey, Kevin here from the Magic Hour podcast. I hope you enjoyed that show. And I wanted to take a second to let you know about something we have been working on. We are currently working with Mad Hatter Radio to bring you more unique Disney content. So Mad Hatter Radio, you may be thinking, wait, is that another one of those Disney online radio station kind of things? You know, the fan stations that play all the different kind of stuff. And my answer is, yeah, it is, but there's more. They've plussed it. Not only do they bring you the park audio, the binaural audio, they bring you the songs from the attractions, the spiels, anything, but also they bring you songs from the movies. They'll bring you songs from Disney theatrical, the Broadway shows like Lion King, Newsies, The Little Mermaid, uh, Soon to Come Aladdin, any of those things, man. So we're offering a bunch of different things, more so than your regular old Disney fan station from the parks, you know? So if you're a fan of all those elements of Disney lore, and we are, especially here on the Magic Army Podcast, you want to definitely check out this radio station. Oh, and also we provide different versions of the Disney songs as recorded by different artists. So for example, you may have the song When You Wish Upon a Star, one of my favorite songs. You may hear the original version sung by Jiminy Cricket. And you may hear a country version. You may hear a Hawaiian hula version. You may hear a rock version, a funk version, a jazz version, any version, man, that's out there. uh, You'll hear it on Mad Hatter Radio. So not only do you get the standard stuff, but you also get the stuff that people have been creative with. And you know, in the Magic Hour podcast, we really stress you guys being creative. So yeah, definitely give a listen man and you maybe it'll help you get your inspiration going you maybe you know be a closet musician be like hey i've always wanted to do a heavy metal version of part of your world well you know listen to this radio station man had a radio and you'll definitely get some inspiration on how to do that so guys definitely check it out 
Mad Hatter Radio right there on our website, magicrway.com. On the right-hand side, you just click the button, and you're listening to Mad Hatter Radio while you work, while you play, while you do some gardening, whatever else. So check it out, Mad Hatter Radio. And we'll see you on the next show. <laughs>